Welcome to the Let's Kill It podcast. I'm Janice T, former corporate dropout turned full-time entrepreneur, creator, and lifelong learner. Every single week, I bring you mindset hacks and personal growth tips inspired by real stories and experiences. So if you're an inspiring entrepreneur, entrepreneur, online content creator, or someone who is really looking to grow your business or career and level up your life, well, you're in the right place. Thanks for spending some time with me today and let the good stuff begin. Get ready, get strapped in because today we're going to be talking about how to build trust and credibility with your online audience and never run out of leads. This has been the talk of the town. Like, how do you build a community? How do you really connect with your audience? How do you really connect with your community? And not just to be able to build that, you know, connection and relatability portion of like, yes, I'm a friend. You get me. I get you. Like, we get the vision. We get what we're going for. But also the trust, the respect, and the credibility portion of not do I only just like you as a person, but I want to connect with you. I respect you. I see you as a leader in your space. I see you as someone who is at the top of your industry. I see you as a specialist within these areas. That is everything because that relates directly to whether or not these people are just followers who are going to, you know, like your content online and give you a few fire emojis or whether these actually are people who are going to take out their wallet, take out their credit cards and pay you for your work and your value because they see that you can bring something so valuable to them um, as well, right? So this is key. When you are building your business online and when you are scaling your business online, how do you actually get your target audience to not only trust you, relate to you, connect to you, but also build that authority and credibility piece as you continue to show up, as you continue to talk to your audience, as you continue to communicate with your audience online, especially, how do you build this, right? I want to make this episode super practical, super actionable. I want to be giving you ideas and tips and strategies that you can literally go out there and implement right now. Because you know, that's how I am. I don't like theory. I don't like things that only stay in your head. I want to go out there. I want to take action. I want to move. I want to get things going. I want to get the momentum, right? I want to move the needle. So this episode is all going to be all about that. How do you build both trust, relatability, connection, as well as the credibility authority portion in your content. So without further ado, let's get right down into the juicy details. The first thing, and some of you might hate me for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. The first thing and the easiest thing and the most powerful thing you can do is to show your face and talk. I'm just going to have a pause right there for a mic drop moment because Something as simple as showing your face consistently builds familiarity. It builds trust. It builds connection, right? And this may sound so simple, but like how many of you don't even show up and talk to your audience? Like, and by that, I mean, show up literally with your face, show up and talk to your audience, 
to build that relationship with them. Why is this so important? This is so important because when you speak, people can feel your tone. Does this person feel unsure? Does this person feel on fire? Does this person feel passionate? Does this person feel confident? Like, do they feel, do I hear and see and feel that they are super confident on what they do, right? You can get so many implicit nuances and like micro signs when you actually speak, right? And when you speak and show up visually, there's even more of that that compounds, right? So if you love what you do, you're on fire, you know you can bring value to the table, you should a thousand million zillion percent show up with your face and talk, right? When you speak, when you show up, your audience can see and feel instantly more connected to you They can instantly pick up things like your voice, your tonality, your body language, how you show up, how you speak, how you make them feel. It makes them feel like they know you. And this is so important, especially when you're trying to expand your business into a cult audience. They don't really know you. They don't really trust you, right? They don't really respect you because why should they? Because they don't know you. When you show up with your face and talk, it makes people feel like they know you so much more than if you don't and if it's just text. And some of you are really great copywriters out there. You have a natural flair for language. I get it. But there is just something different about being able to see someone speak, feel their tone, feel their voice that makes us feel so much closer to them and so much more connected to them. Right. And because of this, over time, we feel like we know them and trust them more. And we all know this already so clearly, which is that people buy from people they know and trust, right? So if you aren't already showing up with your face and talking, show up. And if you already are, make sure that you show up consistently daily because this there is no you should, right, in business. It is your business. I'm not here to tell you what you should and should not do. And I'm not here to tell you that, oh, if you don't do this, your business is going to 100% fail because it may not. It won't. It will still go on. But it could be that much better. You could connect that much better. You could get that much more incoming inquiries if you just showed your face and talked and really have a real conversation and connect and really build that relationship with your audience. So I'm going to leave it there, right? If you're not doing it, get on it. If you're already on it, you know, make sure that you are doing it as consistently as possible because that really is going to compound in your business. Okay, number two, you want to talk about the challenges that your ideal clients are facing and how to solve them. Okay, why is this piece so important? Because a lot of people show up and talk about the challenges and stop there. What do I mean? I mean, you think about what your ideal audience is facing and then you're like, oh, are you facing this? Are you facing that? Do you dread this? Are you facing this problem? And stop there. It's like, okay, I relate. I am. I am facing those problems. But now what do I do? I don't know. So rather than talking only about the problems and challenges, which yes, they are relatable, but not actually useful, You want to also, on top of that, yes, talk about the challenges, talk about the problems, talk about things that that are keeping people stuck. But also, on top of that, 
Be sure to also provide practical tips, practical advice that your audience can literally take on and take action on immediately. This is so key. Not only talk about the problems, but also talk about here's the problem. Do you face it? Yes. Okay, cool. And you don't have to be stuck there because this is what you can literally do right now, literally after this podcast, right? This helps to build an impression that they are always going to gain value from you because, oh my God, if your free content is already this impactful, if your free content can already change my life, if your free content is already making things move in my business, wow, imagine if I actually get into your paid content, right? If they are already gaining insane value from your free content, you never have to sell again because people are going to be able to recognize that and it's going to keep them coming back, okay? It's going to keep them coming back. Now, internalize this. And if you're already talking about challenges and you feel like people are relating to what you're saying, but they're not really buying, it could be because you're not giving them enough value. So you're here just like, oh, okay, it's relatable, but I don't know what to do. I don't know if things are actually going to change. So you also want to add that piece on like now, if you relate, what can you actually do to solve these problems, right? And that is going to change a lot. Number three is you want to develop a prospecting strategy, okay? And there is no one right answer to this, but you have to have one. You have to have a prospecting strategy. I don't care if it's through one-on-one DMs, through one-on-one outreach, through paid ads, through affiliates, through multi-acquisition social media channels, through a sales page, through a webinar, through a freebie, through a lead magnet, through whatever it is, have a prospecting strategy. Why? Because business cannot be based on luck. That's it. If you're still relying on quote unquote luck for prospects, I'm very willing to bet that you're not very happy with where your business is at right now. Because it takes time to build a brand where inbound inquiries are at a volume where you just have so much more demand than you can even manage, right? Like, you know, when you look at Tony Robbins, when you look at Alex Homozy, when you look at all these hyper successful people, maybe they are at a state where literally they have hundreds and thousands of DMs coming in every day. And it's like, I can't even manage, right? So I don't need a prospecting strategy because, and here's the, here's the crazy part. They do still have prospecting strategies, but even if, okay, for the sake of the analogy, even if I don't need a prospecting strategy because there's just that many inbound inquiries coming in, then maybe I can take a breather. Then maybe I want to find a way to deal with them first, right? But in the meantime, it takes time to build. So in the meantime, make sure that you're not just hanging around, waiting around for things to happen, hanging around, waiting for things to happen, waiting for potential clients to come to you. You don't want to be so passive about it. You want to get up. You want to move. You want to have a strategy, a proactive strategy that intentionally helps you generate leads for your product or service. You don't want your business to be based on luck. 
because that is a very scary place to be. It's like I wake up and I don't know what's going to happen. I wake up and I'm just hoping. I wake up and I'm just passively waiting. It puts you in such a disempowered space. Instead, get up, move, strategize, have a game plan, right? That's going to be so much more empowering. You're going to feel so much more confident, so much more in control. And if on top of that, someone comes in passively, great, fantastic. But I'm not banking on that. Because even if they don't, I know that I have a prospecting strategy that works for me and my business, right? And that allows you to feel so much more confident and secure in your business. So you want to make sure that if you're still relying on luck or chance for prospects, stop doing that. Start thinking about what other channels that you can really work on to develop an intentional prospecting strategies where inquire inquiries and where leads can come in regardless of whether you get lucky that day regardless of whether a prospect randomly decides to come back to you regardless of if you get an you know unplanned unexpected referral those things are great but you want to be sure that you have something in place where you're not banking on luck you're not banking on chance okay so Develop a prospecting strategy. Number four, post real testimonials from real clients. I could talk about this and I have talked about this since day one. The reason why I was able to generate five figures in my second month in business onwards and have consistently averaged five figures, if not multiple five figures in my business since then is because There is literally nothing as powerful and nothing as moving and nothing as empowering and nothing as compelling as seeing someone else who looks like you and has the same problems as you, has the same challenges as you, stresses about the same things as you, tell you that you don't have to be this way because this person is great. This person can solve your problems. Someone who looks exactly like me, struggles with the same things as me, are wondering about the same things as me, are stuck in the same place as me, are literally telling me that I don't have to stay here because this person is good. This person can solve my problems. This person helped them solve their problems and exceeded their expectations in fixing all these problems, which are the exact same problems that I have. It, well, you damn, if they can do it, Maybe I can too. If this person can help them do it, maybe they can help me too. There is just nothing as powerful or as compelling as hearing someone who is struggling with the same things tell you that this person or this thing or this service or this offer is literally going to get your ass out of there. It's literally going to fix your problems, right? And so if you're not posting testimonials, why? Get on it right? And, you know, on a very real note as well, like there are two reasons why you could be not posting testimonials right now. Um, One is you don't have any. Two is you have some, but you don't feel confident in them. When you don't feel confident in your testimonials from clients, it's either because you feel an internal resistance where you feel like, I actually don't think I'm as good as what they say 
so I don't feel confident in posting it out. This could be imposter syndrome and this could be something to do with the way you see yourself internally or it could be that you don't feel confident in posting it up. You don't feel confident in posting testimonials up because you feel like there is something that could be better about your offer and you don't want to rave about it because you know there's something wrong. If that's the case, fix it. Improve it. Improve your offer. Improve your service. Improve your product. Fix whatever needs to be fixed so you can go all out with full confidence and post those testimonials. And by the way, if you fall under category one, which is that you're not posting testimonials because you don't have any, like start asking for them. Because this is so powerful and this is the number one selling thing in your business. Every successful business has testimonials. It doesn't matter if you are a huge fashion brand. It doesn't matter if you're Disney. It doesn't matter if you're Adidas. Whatever niche you're in, whatever category that you're in, all successful brands have testimonials from real clients and from real customers, period. So if you are not on it, you're missing out on a huge part that can bring your business massive success, revenue, and profits. Think about it. See what you can fix about it and then start acting on it and then watch your business blow up, okay? Number five, you want to make it clear to your audience where you actually want them to go. Why does every single shop, restaurant, mall, store, boutique, why do they always have have this sign on the door that says welcome or that says open or that says come in? on the door. There's a reason. Because more often than not, people don't take action unless you tell them to. Okay, what do I mean by this? Like there could always be that sign that says come in on your favorite um, cake shop, let's say, okay, you're a cake lover, but you don't eat cake every single day, right? And there's always that sign on that neighborhood cake store that says like come in, And you walk past it every day, but you don't really walk in. But that one day that you're having a bad day, you're like, I'm craving something sweet. When you see that sign that says come in, you are literally, that is on that day, going to literally be the reason why you walk in and why you buy something. So a lot of us may feel like, why am I always having this call to action? Why am I always selling per se? Why am I always asking people to come in? And then they don't. Yes, because on most days they don't, but on that one day, when the time is right, that could be literally the reason why they walk in. You know, you don't open a restaurant and then have your doors open because you expect that every, literally every single second someone is going to walk in. But you don't know which second of which minute of which hour someone is actually going to walk in. And that's why you keep your restaurant open seven days a week from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. or whatever. Right? You want to keep your business open. You are open for business. You don't know when someone is going to walk in, but you are always open. Invite people in. Tell them we are here. We are open. We are available for you. Don't let something as basic as the lack of a clear call to action be the reason why you lose a client. Don't. That is just probably one of the worst reasons you could lose a client is the client's already there, but they just don't know where to go. They don't know that you're open for business. Why? Because one day you're open and one day you're not. One day you say come in and the next day you don't, you're not reliable. 
I don't know where to enter. I don't even know if you're open or not. Be consistent and make it consistently clear that you are open for business and that if someone wants to come in, this is the door, this is how you can come in. Okay? This is so, so important. Also, a side note on this is that if you have 10 doors, I may not even walk in as the client because I'm like, well, how do I enter? And what I mean by this is when you look at that link in your bio, when you have a call to action directed to a certain place, you don't want to have like eight to 10 links because what do I click? I might end up not clicking on anything. If you have a very clear place of like, if you're feeling the call, if you feel like now is the time, click here and there's one place that I can go to, it makes it a lot more seamless for the person on the other end to actually get started, to actually take action and to actually get moving. So don't confuse your audience by having too many call to actions. That is one thing that you definitely want to take note of. Okay, so I hope that today's episode was power-packed, was action-packed. I think every single one of these five points will help you build trust and credibility. And more importantly, these are things that you can take action on right now. So if you feel that this episode was useful for you, if you feel that this episode packed a punch, I want you to do two things. The first thing is take action on something immediately, right? Take action on something immediately, whether it's number one, showing your face and talking, whether it's number two, talking about your challenges and how to solve them. Number three, whether it's working on developing a prospecting strategy. Number four, whether it's starting to post real testimonials from real clients. Number five, whether it's cleaning up your CTA and making it clear where you actually want your prospect and ideal clients to go act on something. That's number one. And number two is I love hearing from you guys. Like the podcast is really my heart and my soul poured out. I really want it to be a space where you guys can get so much immense value. So if this is something that you're listening to um, and you feel like something resonated with you, or even if you're just like, I love the Let's Kill It podcast, drop me an Instagram DM where I'm most active at Janice T, that's J-N-I-C-E dot T-E-E. Drop me a DM. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your takeaways. Or if you have any questions on anything you heard, I'm always happy to have our conversation. Thank you once again so much for listening. And I will catch you guys in the next Thanks one. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it. And I hope it inspired you on your journey towards that next level in your business and life. Make sure to check out the description for show notes with a full rundown of all the juicy details and important links that you need. Also, make sure to share this with a friend if you found this useful and subscribe here on Spotify or Apple Podcast. It would genuinely mean the world to me to hear from you. So share a review on Spotify or Apple Podcast and let me know which part of this episode resonated with you the most. In case no one's told you lately, you are amazing and absolutely capable of creating the extraordinary life that you dream of and deserve. Now it's time to go out there, do the hard stuff, and let's kill it.